0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: The Opinion Line, Corks, 96 FM. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Let's look at the categories under which we might help the young people.
0: Absolutely. So, as I was saying, there's quite a large atmosphere of fear at the moment and I think the best way to tackle that is don't be afraid to be honest with your children in an age-appropriate and understanding way You know, in terms of what they understand mm. um, because there's a misperception that what children don't know won't hurt them, but they're still feeling that atmosphere of fear from the parents and Children are extremely perceptive and subconsciously know when there's something wrong with their primary caregivers. So, you know, they're going to feel that fear. They're going to know subconsciously that there's something not 100 percent right. Mm. So when you actually explain to them, look, this is what's going on. And, you know, and that, look, it's, you know, something that we have to deal with. um, But you're safe once you provide safety for them. That's really, really important.
1: when, so, when they get upset about not being able to see their friends or or all of that, is is it sufficient to say, look, love, I know, I know it's very hard, but it is to keep us all safe?
0: Absolutely, yeah. And once you listen to them and encourage them and give them a space to share their thoughts and let their emotions out, that's really important. And if, you know, you give them the space to... To label their feelings, to to tell you what they're feeling, or you help them label them—that's really good. Mm. Another really good thing that you can do with them is just one, you... one,
1: one last one on that. Sarah. Like, are you doing them a disservice by by brushing it off and saying, "Look, that'll be fine. Don't worry about it."
0: I would say so, yeah. You have to, like, their fears are valid as well and their thoughts and emotions are very valid just as everybody else's is. And the thing, I think in Ireland we find, we still find emotions quite scary, but when, now we're starting to realise that when we face our emotions head on, they don't last that long. We have a culture of suppressing emotions quite, you know, strongly across the Irish culture I know we're starting to see the the really negative impacts of that with mental health and, you know, with depression and anxiety and all of that. But if people just realise that if, you know, it, if you're feeling a strong emotion, it only takes about 90 seconds when you face it head-on, when you let it run through your body, mm. and then it's gone. Whereas we, we fight a lot harder to suppress it, mm-hmm. and that causes damage to the body long-term.
1: It's like what we do as grown-ups, we go, and breathe. Yeah. Let them breathe.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and even to, to to help them to process it by labelling the feeling as well and say, look, oh, you're feeling sad or you're feeling fearful or, you know, that helps them and gives them the tools then down the line to to regulate their own emotions which is going to be so valuable for them Mm. you know so giving them that space to express their emotions is really really important because fear and anxiety they they weaken the immune system and as we know at the moment we need to have them do they is is that
1: is that a physical truth or is it just something thrown out like is there proof of that
0: There is, there's proof of that, yeah, and I've I've looked at studies on it myself, and that fear element, it it brings down the energy of the body, so, you know, it just makes you more susceptible to, to whatever bugs are around, I suppose. Gotcha. Um, the best way to remedy it is express not suppress that's my my motto and and the emotion side of things Um, so again to give them a good sense of safety and protection and you can do that by giving them routine and structure and making them feel protected and loved Um, and I always recommend to spend at least 10 minutes with your child one on one during the day so you know that gives them that sense of protection that you're there for them and that gives you time then to kind of talk through their feelings and listen to their fears and remind them that they are safe right now in the moment Yes, and just to encourage them to stay within the moment as opposed to looking down the line or, you know, looking at things outside at the present moment Um bringing themselves back mindfully, I suppose, with breathing and things like that yes. really helps them.
1: And you know the way they are scared, they're hearing in the news... They're hearing people talking about death and sickness and, and everything like that and, and, and they're frightened and they want to know, are they safe? Are Mammy and Daddy safe? Is Granny safe? We can't see Granny. Are, is Granny safe? How do you reassure them in a way that doesn't patronise
0: them? I think honesty, again, with being conscientious about what they're able to understand and what, you know... I mean, everybody has a fair idea of their own child and what they're able for, you know. Mm. We, we can all judge that. So taking that into account um, and just giving them the truth, but not in a really terrifying way. Because children are so resilient. We don't realise this. They're, they're well able to process things. They're well able to understand. The main thing for children is the safety environment. You know, if their environment is safe, they trust that their, their their mom and dad or whoever their primary caregivers are going to be there to look after them and they they can trust in that. Then anything really outside of that, of course, is going to impact. But, you know, the main thing is an environment of safety and, you know, a, a base for them yeah. to go from.
1: Spending uh, so much time at home and so much time in front of screens and, and that kind of thing, there, there's a tendency as well a temptation to yeah, chicken nuggets are grand there's no problem with more chicken nuggets or or more pizza but balanced diet and, and nutrition is, is of key importance
0: Absolutely, very important for their general health and well-being as best you can, look there's going to be days where that's going, not going to be possible and it's good to have treat days as well, in moderation of course Yeah and then to balance that with physical activity and brain activity. The other thing that I say to people is, don't be afraid to let them be bored. You know, it's not the worst oh, thing in the so world. I'm so
1: glad you brought that up. I'm so it, glad you brought that up. Just develop it a bit.
0: Um, basically, being bored gives them the chance to use their creativity, use their imaginations. Like, you know, maybe have a few things around that they could use, like pen and paper, or, do you know, small things like that, but let them be bored. It's not the worst thing in the world. You don't have to provide 24-hour entertainment for them. Oh, my and God, you're, you're
1: singing to many many of my listeners. I know this, Sarah, because, look, when I was, and I'm you're much younger than me and whatever, but when I was young, being bored, if you said to your parents you were bored, well, I'll find plenty for you to do. Yeah, find something to do for, you, so, yeah. do for yourself go in and find something to do and you went out and you rode a bike or you did what you, know, you found something to do and and the worry is that I would always have thought that there there is a tendency now in modern thinking to to think that you cannot leave them alone for a second if they're not stimulated and they're not entertained there be something happen to them actually no, being bored is a skill that you need to teach them
0: it is definitely I mean the, there's a, a misperception there that, you know, you're doing them harm. That's not... are not that you're doing them harm, but that that it's bad for them. And That's not the case at all. You're fostering their independence. You're giving them, you know, when... Like, I mean, are you going to be there for the rest of their lives providing, you know, the phone and YouTube? And, you know, like... you're you're managing every minute of their day when you're doing that, and that's not good for them. They need that independence. They need to use their creativity. They need to use their imagination. And they need to be able to entertain themselves.
1: Because if mammy always has the solution, or daddy always has the answer, they'll never learn to find it for themselves.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, going back to my teaching days, especially for the younger infants, um, free play is so important. So like, have the, have the things there for them. And if they're coming up telling you, oh, I'm, I'm sick of this and I'm sick of that, say, oh, you know, repeat it back to them. Don't give them an answer. Let them figure it out for themselves because that's going to help their problem solving skills. And mm. again, the creativity will come out and it will foster independence and self-reliance in them and that's well, what you need really
1: and you're not a bad parent if the kids are bored down no.
0: again no no not at all yeah
1: anath-a-tough. yeah 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 what's this about a yes day a day when no doesn't come into the vocabulary
0: yeah, and look, even if they if if you can only do it for a few hours that's fine too. So basically look, children at the moment they're really at a point in their lives where they've probably heard more apologetic no's than ever, you know, than any time in their lives. So what I'm saying is have a yes day where you can come together come up with a list of things that you could say yes to them, you know, and different activities. It might be cooking a, a certain meal, it might be, you know, going for a walk, obviously with in your 5K or, you know, going a different route. Just something different where it gives them autonomy and responsibility to choose the activities of the day where they're not going to be hearing no. And, like, you can come up with a wide range of activities that you Mm. could do and you could let them choose then so that they're they're having that bit of control over their lives. You can be a
1: little bit manipulative as well, can't you, with that? Because you can decide, right, kids, we're going to do something today and you've put a list together That you know they'll opt for something, but they're all something you can agree to.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah definitely and um, like there's lots of different things you could do there, you know and it's, I suppose you kind of take your cue from what are they asking for all the time look, obviously within the restrictions at the yeah. moment it, it's not going to be uh, you're, you're not going to have a huge list of things that you can do, but there are things you know, use your own imagination and creativity and let them help you as well, you know, make it a collaborative thing because children love collaborating, Response. They love problem solving. It gives them that great boost to their ownership. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. Would you agree? Lastly, Sarah, would you agree with Professor Coyne when she spoke to me on the program here last week? And I'm paraphrasing now. I stress, uh, she said that for the most part, when we get to the other side of this, the kids will be fine. But it's up to us to help them be fine.
0: Yeah definitely and um, as i said children are very resilient and children take their cues from you from their their primary caregivers they learn the best uh, by what you model so they will imitate you they will copy you so look after yourself as well you know and when they see you looking after yourself they're going to grow up to know that that's a good thing to do when they see you looking after your emotions expressing your emotions like it's okay to show fear to your children once it's not like out of control that's going to frighten the daylight out of them but you know to a certain extent like just normalize emotions with them show them how you look after your emotions use mindfulness you know and you won't go wrong
1: okay thank you for your time this morning that's a Sarah Cooney um She's got an expert behind a new program of child and teen mental health. Thank you for that. Merrymecenter.ie. as in Merry Christmas, is where you'll get on to Sarah's program. Corks 96 FM.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.